Welcome to another episode of the Get Your Edge podcast. I'm your host, Brian Bott from Sports Advantage in the Madison area. Very excited about our guest today, Tyler Kapla from the Green Bay area. Uh, but before we get to Tyler and start talking about his amazing story, uh, I'm going to throw my, my co-host, Coach Matchy, up. Coach, what's going on, man? Hey, just super excited for our guest today because I can't take credit for this one or you couldn't, can't either, but my wife was watching the Channel 2 News and uh, she yelled. I thought I thought she dropped something in the kitchen or whatever, and she just said, hey, you got to get in here and see this segment on this guy. It is incredible, and it, it's going to make such a huge difference in anybody that listens to the podcast live yep. when you see that. So I got to give my wife huge credit, Tracy, and uh, you know I thank her for it, and I definitely agree. I saw it. It was incredible. Brian, I reached out to you right away and said, Hey, this is a game changer guest. We got to get him on ASAP. Well, I tell you what, we really appreciate Tracy for all she does with the podcast. So we're going to have to talk to Mrs. Bot. She's going to have to step up here and start. <laughs> um, and, you know, as we go through this and she listens to this, so she'll hear that. So oh, yeah. that's not a, that's not a subtle message either. Um, anyway, <laughs> so we want to bring our guests on Tyler Kafla. Uh, Tyler, how you doing? Oh, I'm well, I'm alive and well. Awesome. Awesome. Tyler just informed us that this is his second Zoom meeting, so he's gonna he's gonna knock this out of the park here. He's he's a wily veteran. But Tyler, if you could, uh, you know, for those of our our listeners that haven't seen, um, you know, some of the new specials on you and things like that, or don't know your story, if you could kind of give us a little rundown on who you are, your story, and and stuff like that, and we'll we'll get after this here. We're looking forward to chatting with you today. Definitely, I appreciate you having me here. It's this is a crazy honor to me. Like it's wonderful. But it's just, it's it's insane, actually. I'm the first person in history to go bone spur to amputation. So bone spur removal is very simple, right? And anytime you stretch or uh, tear a tendon, it releases calcium and makes uh, those bone spurs to pretty much protect it. And the one in my ankle, I was told we either remove it or I had a replacement. So I had it removed because that's a tonsillectomy to an orthopedic surgeon. Right. And then it just went awry, went sideways. And it it's hard to even explain because it's like a, right? Like I said in the news clip, it's like a Tommy Boy effect. It just rolled into this wild, like, who's writing this? Who's writing this out? Because this is nonsense. Like, this is bananas to me. And that, but then it, I just always did what they told me to. So they could never say I didn't. Right? I listened to all the experts in the white coats, I like to call them, because that's all they are, white coats. Your knowledge is only as powerful as you keep it. So with that, it's, it's just so much, and it's it still hasn't hit me yet that I'm the first one ever to go from bone spur complications to losing a limb, but it's mine. That's mine. I get that. No one else gets that, and that's it's such a badge. It's like a badge of honor at this point. At one point, it was why me, and then it turned into why not. Like, I want to be great. To be great, you can't be anyone else, right? We all try to fit this this aspect ratio of what life is but there isn't one. And that's what all of it taught me. It's crazy because it's, it's insane. The, the details and the things that run through my head when I think about it, because it's, it's just a story now, right? Like if you can hear it in my voice, there's no emotional attachment to it. Like it's the most detrimental thing that ever happened to me. And I could talk about it. Like it's a car I owned in high school because it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It shaped me into this guy now. And I'm grateful for him. Tyler, you know, he's, 
I'm ready, I'm, ready to, ready to, I'm ready to run through the wall right now. I don't know what I'm going to get a lift in myself oh, no. right now, Tyler. Like, Jesus, <laughs> Kelly, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. That's my, that's what I love, the energy I bring. Oh, I love oh, it too, man. I'll tell you, it wasn't one surgery. Then it was another surgery. Then it was another. And I, you know, yeah. a, after 10 total surgeries, I mean, it's got to get frustrating, right? Oh, yeah. Especially something that, you know, is, is supposed to be so easy to take care of, right. you know, in, in the medical world. So, you know, talk about the mindset of, you know, okay, one time it doesn't work out. Yep. Maybe, you know, I had this situation, I had a hole in my eardrum and I had ear surgery and it didn't work the first time. And then I went and got a second opinion from a different doctor. This one happened to be in Milwaukee and I went down there and, and I decided, Hey, I talked to my wife, should I get the surgery? You know, the first one didn't work. And then, you know, this surgeon took a look at, it, he said, absolutely go ahead and get it. You know? So my mindset was, well, I'm going to go ahead and give it a try. And luckily the second time, you know, in my situation, it worked, it, it worked and it made a difference, but I just know my mindset going through that was like, geez, do I really want to go through it again? Like right. 10 times, 10 times for you, you know, yeah. what, what was this process? What was your mind thinking? You know, who was your support crew? You know, talk a little me. bit about that. It was me. I had me. It's crazy. Every, I had to let go of everyone because the mindset, right. You look for people to be your support, right. But most of those people can't handle heavy like that. Their shoulders aren't made to carry heavy things like that. And I was built to carry the world. <laughs> so I had to learn that because it started, right? It started easy. Like it's just part of the go, right? Like this is something we're going to get fixed. I'll have a little bit of time off of work. I'll get to recover, come back better. And then each one of those things, it's like, it's like somebody taking a pickaxe to your metaphorical foundation and just slowly but surely just sitting there every second, just tapping it over and over and over. And then eventually it crumbles away and you think you've lost yourself because it's just so much like why, again, why me? Why was it me? But then I learned that I might've lost the bill. Like I love the word cripple because it makes people uncomfortable and I don't get uncomfortable and it's funny to me and I am a cripple. And so I don't care, but it's the fact that, being physically crippled and I couldn't move as an athlete that really, that hurt my soul very deeply. And so I had to figure out how to fix my brain because if it's not good between your ears, the rest of you does not matter. Yes. People that are completely and utterly shredded and athletic and freaks and they kill themselves anyways, because their brains are ruined because they don't fix what's wrong in their head, right? They're running from something I've learned in those moments that I need to, I need to face the devil, right? That's where I became friends with the devil because you can't, if you can't, you don't fight your friends, you embrace them and you learn from them, right? And they keep you guided. And I use the, the term devil because it's invoking to the brain because people hear it and they think evil, but that's a, that's the construct they want to teach you. The devil taught me how to trust me, how to do the things I needed to do to get through those evil, horrible moments. And it, and it's insane because there was very dark, 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 dark times, like the darkest black you could think of times. And I, like I said, in the news thing, I, I used to pray to die. I was done waking up. I was over it. I was over these horrible days. But then now I look back. Thank God. Thank God he didn't take me. Thank God he lets me 
speak. I get to walk and stand and move heavy weights and do things most two-footed people can't ever imagine. And let alone between my ears, this is what they seek. The body's nothing. They seek my thoughts and they seek my mindset because I learned that I'm a Titan when it comes to how I think, because how I feel is irrelevant. What I do matters. What you feel, it, and not that it's not important, but it doesn't matter, right? People don't know how to make that distinction. Your emotions are okay, but the problem is we like to swim in them. No one wants to dip their toes and they want to sink in it. And I'm at the point where it's like, no, if I'm crying and I want to give up and lay down and die, what do I do? 15? I'm 100% in the theory of one more. That mindset, I've always got one more. Every day I wanted to go back to God, I got another one. I got another day. I got another day. Why not give it another day? Make another choice. Make another chance. Do opportunity. Find the people that are meant to water you and grow you, right? We're metaphorical trees. Why are we trying to be ponds, right? Don't be surrounded by ponds. Ponds carry death. I'm a river. I bring sustenance and life everywhere I go. I don't ever want to be stagnant because I want to water those I love. And I love everyone. The best me is going to be the best for you. Just like your best is going to be the best for me. Like we can't elevate as stagnant rocks. I, 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 I like, like, holy shit. Right, I'm awestruck. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like this is, this is fantastic. I hope every high school kid listens to this to understand like, the, the, just the, because the way that you're saying, you know, some of the, the, the mental discipline and, and the mental fight and battle that you went through, um, you know, the term, the devil's in the details just rings true into what you're saying. Um, yep. So, so Tyler, like, okay, the surgeries aren't helping your situation. Um, and you asked the doctor to, to remove your foot or to remove your limb, right? More or less, yeah, I had yeah, to win pretty, a debate. Pretty much like you, you know, what I mean, you, you, you know, tell me how you got to that point. I can't wait for this one. <laughs> just, I can't, I, I don't even like, like, I'm like sitting here like, yes, 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 this, yes, 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 yes. So I let this one ride, brother. Let me, let me hear right. this one. Right. This was a moment that taught me that personal business can 100% just be business, right? Who we are and what we are, we dictate. I dictate my world, right? Our entire universe is between our ears. And mine was done living with a dead foot. So I had to go into a room and I had three or four PhDs walk in with a, with a big old folder trying to scare me out of having my foot cut off. And I, I won. I outlogicked these PhD, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year people based off the fact that you wouldn't live like this. Why would you make me live like this? That's this awesome. was 1955. I maybe not want a prosthetic, but it's 2018 and I got spaceship parts. Like I got titanium and carbon fiber. I got spaceship parts. I'm in, I'm, I'm out of this world, man. Like, and I, and it's insane. It's insane how fast it happened too. Cause like I won that debate and then it was like eight days later it was gone. And it was, it was just insane how fast it went but the pain was gone. Like I didn't feel death anymore. It's insane. It's crazy to think that, and I still have epiphanies and realizations all the time about this kind of stuff because it's right. This is all still so new to me, right? Like I'm a, I'm an infant when it comes to being an amputee, right? I'm only four years deep. Like, what is it? July 22nd will be four years of working out again. 
as, as an amputee. That's it. And it's like, I, it's, it's how bad I wanted it, right? I wanted to be better as bad as I wanted them to cut my foot off. And it's nuts because everyone wants the overcoming, but no one wants their foot cut off. You have to be pruned sometimes. And in my case, it was literally and figuratively pruned because they took my foot and my excuses all at the same time. I, and it's nuts because in the moment, right, you don't know the point of the storm until the truth's free fruit, right? The tree, the trees have to fruit for you to know why it rained, right? And it's starting to come to fruition right now because I stay consistent, right? But in that moment, it's as much as I was excited that it was about to happen and I was not going to have to deal with that brokenness of me again, there was that, there was fear. There, the unknown is scary, right? Like, how am I going to do this? I'm not a 150 pound man. And at that point I was like 380 and out of shape because I couldn't walk for 400 plus days. So it's like, I lost all my physical ability. So it's like, there was a lot in my head, but I knew for a fact that who I became in those days before they cut it off, that man was going to do things that two-footed me would never do. Cause there's two versions of me. I got two footed Tyler and one footed Tyler. Two footed Tyler was just a punk. He was a chump who loved to make excuses. He was the best at it. I don't want to, that was a good enough reason. And now I wear something on my leg all the time. That gives me reasons why I need to. Tyler, you know, athletes must deal with adversity in athletics and in life. You know, they're always dealing with something, you know, every football player gets something, you know, rolls an ankle, you know, get yep. some kind of injury, you know, what advice do you have for those athletes on how they can dominate? Cause you're dominating this thing, a negative situation it. and make it in a positive one. Ooh, I feel, I really feel that you need to dig into your brain in those moments. Like it's such a tedious process. Like the man you're talking to right now, this is not the same man that wore leg number one, right? I'm on leg five already. Leg number one, man was not this man right? It was consistency. It was tedious actions in my own thoughts. I had to make my habitual thoughts, the thoughts that would progress me and grow me always, no matter what I feel like, no matter what's happening. When my, my back hurts, my shoulders messed up, whatever it is, I know I can better my brain. I know that in the long run of life, the body will fail, but my mind will not. So with that, I feel, because as an athlete, and we, I feel like as all of us being athletes and athletes listening to this, we all get the fact that we don't want to stop. We don't want to give up the, the pursuit of what we're doing. But it's like we forget sometimes that rest is necessary. Sometimes you need to take a day off and you need to watch YouTube videos or whatever it is that makes you cry, that makes you feel, that brings out happiness and sadness and joy and, and disappointment and anger and all, everything. You have to be a person. It always goes back to what's between your ears. That's it. Because the body only does what the mind tells it. We are meat computers. That's it. And if, if you can't get in control of your brain, your body's going to fail every single time. Because it doesn't matter what the outside is. What's outside of you is irrelevant. And the faster we can learn how I feel shouldn't dictate what I do. Because if that's the case, we're stuck forever. The faster we grow. Like I didn't grow on accident, right? Like I didn't get big on accident. Like this was purposeful choices always. And if you can't say, right, you use a sprained ankle, say you can't run because your ankle's messed up. 
Well, then you figure out other ways that you can quicken your mind so that when you can run, you're better. When you can do things, you do them better. You improve on them because the more you think it, the more you do it. I, I just, I can't get on. This is awesome. Uh, God dang it, man. Um, this is, Tyler, man, I, I, I tell you what. Uh, I'm going to definitely have to come up there and see you. We're only like halfway through this battle, but I'm, I'm going to come up there and see you and, and you get some things that'll be happening in the Fox Valley area. And, and, and yeah, yeah, you're definitely, uh, we're going to have you speak at, at some events here. Anyways, um, um, strong man, right? We, you're talking yep. off, uh, off air a little bit about, you know, training and stuff like that. Um, you, you know, sometimes you, you know, unfortunately you see, you know, people go through scenarios like, like you have and similar, you know, loss of limb or other, other things yeah. and they hold them back and they, they kind of shy away a little bit from training, stuff like that. You, you know, kind of like everything else, you, you've taken the approach that I'm going to get after it here. Yeah. Um, what attracts you to being a strong man and just lifting heavy weights? Because that's like right in our realm. That's stuff we like to do. Yeah. So, yeah. You know what I mean, so I love it. Yeah. I just love it. There's two, two adjectives go together, right? Big and strong. If you use anything else after big, it, they're normally not good. Right? <laughs> yes. And I was 100% never going to be any one of those other adjectives ever. Big and strong. That's it. Like I'm a meathead, like philosopher pretty much is what it comes down to. Cause I look like someone who wouldn't have any idea about life. <laughs> Cause I, I just, I look like a pirate these yeah. days because I just don't care. My outside's irrelevant. If the way you deal with me is because of how I dress or my beard or the fact that I have tattoos or one foot, like, peace, I'm out. I'm out. I don't want to deal with you. Like, there's much better humans out there that want to grow together. And to me, like, that's what strongman is. Like, I had a, I had a comp in May. That was America's. And uh, it, it's been, I've been in a rough boat for the past, like, three months here. Like, I, I got out of abusive relationship and it, and it sort of just, it's been weird, whatever, but the camaraderie there, the way those men, because we're all strong, we're all some right. of the strongest stable people in the world. So it's like, it's insane how much, because strong's not free for anything, right? Your mind, your body, your spirit, none of it's free. We all start weak and as babies, right? The only reason I'm strong and I have matured muscles is because I do reps, hundreds of thousands of reps. That's what gives me what I have. And it's the same for the mind. And that to me is like, that's why I love strongman as much as I do. Cause it's, we all get the struggle. We all get the grind. Anybody who moves weights. Like I just heard a quote this morning, you go into a gym, right? And the, the weights don't move themselves. The weights don't do anything. Right. But you respect them. I think Dean, before you go on, I, I think one of the cool things with something like strongman or even powerlifting is like you said, it's like community, right? Only if you're in strongman, do you really get it? Only yep. if you're in powerlifting, do you really, really get it? It's, it, it, you know, I'm not a big CrossFit guy, but it's kind of the same with CrossFit. Like if you really are love CrossFit, you get it. You know what yep. I mean? So I think that's awesome that you got a community of people um, and, and like people that move heavy weights. Yeah. Well, know? and that's the yeah. best to me. I, the strong, just being strong. Like it's yeah. so Be utilitarian for life. Yeah. <laughs> well, just for life, like the fact, because I knew as an amputee, right? And a lot of people don't know this fact, but most, if, if I, you see an amputee without a foot, right? 
it takes three to four times the amount of effort to move that body as a person with two feet, right? And then add on top of it that I'm probably double the average size person. So it's like, we're talking five, 10 times the amount of effort just to walk, right? So I learned, I figured a long time ago, I have to be strong because this life's going to be tough. It's going to be tough if I'm weak. Because if I'm weak in my body, that means my mind is not, who wants that? Who wants that? I don't want to, I want to sleep at night. I build during the day so I can sleep in the evening. Tyler, quick question. We got a lot of athletes trying to gain weight, you know, to help them in athletics, yeah. specifically football players, right? High yeah. school kid, high metabolism. Hey, the right. coaches are saying, yeah, you got to gain weight. You got to gain weight. You know, everybody's looking for that microwavable approach. How do I gain weight quick? All that. So, you know, in the channel two, you had some great stuff about gaining weight, what you have done. And obviously it works because you're going right. to go over some of your measurements here real quick. But what nutritional words of wisdom do you have for all those athletes? Listen to no one. Don't listen to anyone. Listen to your body. That's it. Your body is all that matters. Outside voices are whatever. Every body is different. You need to eat. You need to eat everything. Eat. You, the way I train is so I can eat anything I want. I work hard enough to eat anything I want. There's nothing I won't eat because I don't care because I'm going to work. If I want to eat a whole pizza, that means I'm going to work. If I want to eat a whole cake or eat a whole freaking cow, I'm going to work. Like, that's it. That's all it is. You have to eat. You have to eat and eat and eat and eat. We're in a weird day and age where everybody wants to be lean and shredded. There's no power in that. Sure, you're fast and you look good, but you, you want to be strong, right? Like, one of my favorite quotes of all time is from a, one of the world's strongest men. He says, abs are just a sign that you don't eat enough. That's it. Like you want to be big and strong, you need to eat like you want to be big and strong. Like if you do, if you don't have a stomach to put that much food down, get the shakes in then get protein powder, get the things. Don't take drugs, though. Don't don't steroid yourself out. Right. Because you want your nuts to work till you die. So don't put a needle in your ass. Right. Never in your whole life. Don't do it. I'm telling you, like I'm 100 percent natural. I've never taken any steroid, any. And I, I have the same thing, a protein powder on my fridge for the last four or five, six months. Cause I eat food. I eat like five pounds of food a day, if not more, that could be one meal. Cause I work, right? We all work hard. So you need to fuel hard. Like that's all it comes down to. Like we have this twisted thing. Everybody wants to be these influencers or this whatever. Don't be those people. Okay. Don't ever be those people. Those people live sad lives. They're happy in front of a camera. You know, when this camera turns off I'm gonna be the same dude when I walk out of my house, when I'm done with this, this conversation, I'm this guy, always be that, right? And that will fuel you to do the things you, don't need, you need to do to be the best, biggest, whatever, whatever you put in that blank spot that you want to be, that it's you, you have to be it. That's it. Just eat, just eat, eat everything. You want more muscle, eat a lot of protein. You like that. It's, it's very simple. We've made it very, very complex for some reason. And we put a weird thing on food. Food is not as necessary as they it's consumerism, right? Consumerism is what food is, right? We have this idea, wake up breakfast, is the most important meal. No, the most important meal is when you eat. doesn't matter when you eat it, eat when you're hungry, not when you're supposed to like you, like, especially high metabolism kids. Like you said, you got to eat 10 times a day child because mm -hmm. you, you running fast, your body's fast. Okay. And I don't run like that. That's not how my body works. So I can't eat like that. 
right? It's like, trust yourself and feed yourself how you know your body feels good, right? If you ate something that doesn't, like you eat something, hours later, you feel like trash, don't eat that again. Don't do that. Like, be smart, like be intelligent. We've made it this far, right? None of us are dead yet. So we're, we have some intelligence. Use that to your benefactor, like use it to you. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, I think, you know, when you talked about abs, I mean, abs is really like eating a, a, a diet to, to show off, you know, and, and a lot of times, like when you look at like, you know, bodybuilders, I mean, bodybuilders get really strong, right. Yep. When, when they're training, but when they cut all the weight, they're, they're not, you know what I mean? I think, you know, obviously, you know, I know you're not as familiar with us. I mean, we use the conjugate method, you know, developed by Westside Barbell. Where, yeah, Louis Simmons, give me hell yeah. And again, like abs is different than strength in your back. Core, yeah. core strength is not abs, it's yep. strength. And like so, I can straight arm pull down 260 pounds for yeah. sets of for sets and sets and sets. Yeah. Like my core is strong. Yeah. Like I have more abs than most people have upper body muscle. Right. So right. it's like, I don't, I never want to be shredded. What's the point of being shredded? Then I got to worry about being shredded. Stupid. That's stupid to me. I'd rather be powerful. I'd rather seated row what you deadlift. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so, so Tyler, um, you, you know, as I sit here, um, your messages are um, awesome. Um, you know, Appreciate fantastic. Um, I think you have um, a career ahead of you, I, you know, in speaking and, Things like Thank that. If people want would want to get a hold of you to come talk to them. I mean, is that something you'd be interested in? And yeah, you know, you know always I mean, I'm down here. for any opportunity, really. Yeah. Especially I mean, at this point. Like I like I said, foot number one, me wasn't ready. I thought I was because I made it, made it through. But no, 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 no. Life wasn't done yet. It was not done yet. And but this version of me now, it's it's crazy, right? Nothing, everything's always on purpose. Everything. Right. So no matter what, like situation, circumstance does not change whether something was supposed to happen or not, because it was supposed to happen. Right. So now anything that comes to me is mine. Right. So every opportunity I can get, I, I want to spread what I have between my ears onto the world. The people deserve to feel what I've learned. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I, 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 we'll put your contact information on our show notes, but. Like before Dean gets to his next question, like, here's the deal. Like, I, I, I'm jacked up right now. Like, I mean, you've got me, like, and I'm a pretty, pretty high octane guy. I'm, I'm Dino, oh, yeah. I'm pretty jacked up. Tracy yep. wins with this one. Tra- Tracy wins with this one. Yes, she really got it. After this, Corey really has to step up and find us a guest because like Tracy's got a game changer, right? I mean, he's, this guy's a game changer. I mean, yeah, this I something our kids, you know, our, our kids need to listen to because, you know, the, the, the messages are, are amazing, but Dino, go ahead. You know, just last question for you. And I know we could probably keep going on and on and on, but you know, the high school athlete listening right now, they want a competitive advantage, right? That's why, you know, people that listen to us and on our podcast, they're looking for a competitive advantage and it doesn't have to be just a high school athlete. It can be anybody because we're all athletes in our opinion. When, when, when Brian and I decided to do this podcast, Really, everyone is an athlete because we're all just trying to be our best version of ourselves. So what is your best advice that you would give our listeners? That's that's really good, actually. Um, let's do, because there's so many, right? 
Yep. Let's um I'm a big fan of the idea. And like I said, that thought of one more. Right? You want to do better than somebody else, do better. Right? You you want to be better than the rest. You can't do the same as them. Right? Somebody doing three by 15, you go before you go four by 20, five by 20. You do it till you hate yourself. Till you can right. We are our own fire, right? Like a katana has to be quenched over and over. You got to put it in the fire. That's not free, right? So you have to be willing to go further than the next one every single time. And the next one in all reality is you. Can you outwork you? Are your numbers better than your last numbers? You know, are you, or are you hung up on something, right? Yeah, and it's always between the ears every single time. Can you defeat you? Because that's all it comes down to. Because people outside of us, whatever, they can say whatever they want. If you're... If your morals are changed on someone else's opinion, you got hobbies. Those aren't morals. So if you lose what you your drive, you're not driven. You're being like someone else is driving, right? Like my favorite little, like we all have our own personal hells, right? And you're either the king of your own hell or you're the peasant of someone else's. So you either run the show or the show runs you, right? So no matter how you feel, you wake up, it's a bad day, work, right? It's a good day, work. You want to know how I spell hope? W-O-R-K. Work. There ain't no tries here. We either do or we do not. Like, there's no in-betweens. Like, you want to do better than everyone else? You have to do it. Like, if you want to, like, anybody, you want that first that first spot in the line, right? You don't want to be a backup? Be better than the first one. And that sounds simple, but it's like, how are you willing to dig? Right? Everyone wants to be great, but most people want it handed to them. Right. The greatest people on the planet, you'll never see the seconds that made them great. You'll never see the moments that they had to, they had to take the scalpel to themselves and cut away the parts that didn't suit them anymore. Right. People are afraid to be broken, but they don't understand you can build with it. Like that to me, that's the biggest thing, but like you have to outdo yourself every time. And that's whatever, whatever you thought of when I said that sentence, that's what you need to do. Cause I don't dictate what's in your brain but you get to use what I say to dictate what's in your brain. I think, I, I think the, the, the four letter W word is a word that more people and not just athletes, everybody needs to hear because yes. like everybody wants, like Dean said, microwavable results that they can get right away. Um, no, people aren't willing to do, you know, one of the things that, that I've been listening to with, with some of the different people I, I, I follow um, is can you do something consistently for a thousand days? Exactly. You know, how many people are willing to do that? Hardly anybody is. Yeah. Know? And like for me now, I've adopted this, and Dean, I haven't even talked to you about this. Is that like I'm holding secrets? Holding secrets. <laughs> how can we get better? Is you know, I'm done with, you know, how's your, you know, and this is something I just picked up the other day from a guy I listened to, is how's your day going? And it's not good. Oh, I'm tired. It says, it's how's your day going? I got my stuff done. And I don't say stuff, but I, I try and keep it clean for the podcast. Um, yep. You know, I got it done. I got done what I needed to do for the day. And then the next day, I got it done. I got it done. I got it done. Because at the end of the day, if you want long-term success, you need long-term building and long-term work to get long-term success. So Delayed gratification. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you, if you don't have a strong vision, like you obviously have a strong vision for where you're going to take your life um, because you're not going to let anybody hold you back. And like, we need kids to hear that. 
You know, if you're, you know, the seventh player on the bench, okay, you dictate where you go from there. You know what I mean? Maybe you're not going to be a starter, but maybe you'll be the first guy off the bench. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And it's just putting in the work, man. I, 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 people, you don't understand consistency until it pays off. (laughs) Right. Right. It's just like the storm. You don't get why it's raining until you find the fruit. Right. The belief comes after the work. Exactly. Like everyone wants this. That's why this social media stuff now is just bonkers to me. That's why all these kids following influencers doesn't make any sense. You're watching some weird. Yeah, exactly. It's like you feed your mind the things, whatever you feed your mind is where you're going. Right. Right. Feeding your mind some, some lie of a life that someone shows you their moments of greatness when it's not at all. Like, I don't, I have, I'm so bad at social media because I just don't care enough. Because to me, I do my work in silence. You'll see me move when it's time. Because my moves are like a tsunami. Like, you won't know it's happening until it floods your whole world. I already did it six months ago, and it's happening. So it's like, that's, if they could get that, that's a huge thing, is what you said. That's it. Like, the work counts. Work counts. Work counts. It's work. You talk, I work. You you work, I work. You don't work, I'm working. Like, yeah. I don't care. I'm going to work. I'm going to work till they lay me in the ground and put dirt on me. Like, I'm going to work. Because I I didn't, I wasn't able to for so long. I'll never not again. Right. Dean, anything else for Tyler? Tyler, <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I, I am super grateful that yeah. you messaged us back and you wanted to be a part of our podcast because you know this has been phenomenal i, I hope everybody it. out there is is going to watch the first this podcast one I've been on hey I, I hope they're going to listen to it over and over and over again because i know once this is published <clears throat> i'm going to be listening to it way more than one time it's going to be over and over and over because my mind is just scrambling with just all the incredible messages that you are giving the listeners today and I'm just in awe and we've, we've had some incredible guests with tons of awesome information, but your story, your passion, your, your, your mindset is, is a plus is, is incredible. So we appreciate you sharing, you know, and, and spending your time with us. And I'm definitely going to be getting in touch with you because yep. uh, we will get your information out to our viewers our listeners, and um, we will get that where they can contact you. But uh, we're, we're definitely not done talking to you, Tyler, and and, and getting more good messages because there's Don't a lot more that are out there. Truth, truth. Well, Tyler, we really appreciate you coming on. I, I I second what Dean said. You know, I I think it's in today's day and age, it's hard to find people that that just speak real from from their heart. Yep. You know, from from you know what they what they love and what they believe in. I think um, you can tell that you definitely have a passion. Um, there's definitely um, a, a lot of things that that I foresee you being able to do with you know, being able to talk to people and help people. I mean, it, to me, what I got out of what you said today is I think you have a passion to wanting to help people to hopefully not go through some of the struggles that that you went through to get there. You know, and I think. Um, man, I, I, I tell you what, man, I just, um, it's really cool to listen to brother. I, I think I appreciate you. So many, so many people give up and so many yeah. 
people use self-pity and, and false victimization and uh, so many other things in today's culture. And, um, you know, we're just really blessed to have you on. So um, for all our listeners, we're going to get Tyler's info. We're going to have it in the show notes. Um, contact him, you know, however, you know, he, he chooses to give that. Um, I'm definitely going to pass your information on to, to some people that I have that I think, you know, you can tell your story to. Um, because your story, your story needs to be heard, um, but not make me cry, bro. <laughs> not not to too many people, obviously, because I think we want to we want to kind of hone you in a little bit on some of the stuff that we want to do with sports advantage too. You know, what I mean, we love Go to back. have you, um, around and stuff like that. But Dean, man, this this is I, I'm gonna have a hard time saying this isn't one of my favorites that we've done, Dean. This is this is really good, you know, and um, we just really appreciate you being on and. Um, and whatnot. So that's going to end this episode of the Get Your Edge podcast. Uh, for Dean, uh, Tyler, we're going to wrap this one up. Definitely, this is one that you're going to want to replay and listen to and, and get your notebook. Get your notebooks out for this one. You know what I mean? After you listen to it the first time and, and write stuff down because I know uh, this one's going to get played a lot of times in the, in the bot truck driving to Wanakee. So we'll catch everybody next time. Chop it! Thank you.